listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given unto us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. My family, here we are. Thursday afternoon again, and here I am. Praise God that I have breath and life this day. And I pray that 
there's something that I will say today that will motivate you in your growth and maturity in the Lord. Amen. So this is your host, Pat Randall, coming at you. Amen. Hallelujah. So the past couple of weeks, I have been talking about living by the letter or by the Spirit. And I focused on the scripture that says the letter of the law kills, but it's the Spirit of the Lord that gives life. Amen. So I'm paraphrasing it. Uh, You can go back and listen to these two episodes from last week and the week before. Amen. And there are some scripture references. And I pray that you begin to really focus, especially now that we're in an environment where the church is so actively involved in politics and lawmaking and we haven't really grasped the teachings about the law. The scriptures have taught us that the only thing that the law does, the law doesn't keep us from doing anything. If anything, it may increase the sin. It makes it more apparent, the sin, and also has the ability to increase it. It increases it by laying guilt and shame on people. And it also lets us know that we cannot keep the law. We are we require help from the Lord, from our creator that it is his presence in our lives living in and through us that we are able to live in a way that we actually don't need the law. I understand why the world needs the law because they have not discovered the tree of life. And this becomes guardrails for them in the world. And since that is for the world, And we shouldn't need it as believers. We should, as so-called Christians, we shouldn't need the law because we're walking by the Spirit or should be walking by the Spirit and in personal relationship with our Lord God. But anyway, don't let me start teaching about something I've already spoken about in the last two episodes. So if, if you miss it, go just go back out and um, listen to it again. But today I'm going to talk about forgiveness. I forgive you is the title of the exhortation. And it'll probably take me a couple of weeks to get through it. But I believe that we are now in a season where it is requiring us. It is requiring us without 
any doubt that we need to be moving in a place of forgiveness. In fact, for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, all the stuff that we see happening in our country, because I can only talk about our, well, I can't talk about other countries, but I'm going to focus on us here in the United States. And the foolishness and the lawlessness that we're seeing the hatefulness and the division and all the things and the lies and the conspiracy, all the things that we are being exposed to, especially that spirit of fear, like that song I first uh, opened up with, God did not give us a spirit of fear. So the spirit of fear that's moving around in our atmosphere is from Satan. It's from the evil one. This from the kingdom of darkness. And anyone participating in it is a representative of the kingdom of darkness. Whether you are doing it consciously or unconsciously participating in it, it the results are the same. You are negatively impacting the lives of people by stirring up fear fear against this fear against that fear against people fear against the laws i mean just fear 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 it's the kingdom of darkness it's the work of the kingdom of darkness let those who have an ear to hear hear what the spirit of the lord is speaking in this season so back to forgiveness for me personally I recognize that I have to take a moment to cleanse myself through this process of forgiveness. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures before I start to speak about the things that I feel that I need to really forgive so that I can release them, let go. I can purify my my motivations so that I'm moving in the spirit of love and not a spirit of fear or a spirit of anger or a spirit of hate or a spirit of division. All of those things that work against us, they are, it's, it's, it's really choosing death when you operate in these things as opposed to choosing life. So let let me read first Matthew, coming out of Matthew. And this, the setup is, this is Peter talking, asking a question of Jesus. And he says to uh, Jesus, this is Matthew 18, verse 21. It says, then Peter came up and said to him, to Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many times as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. So this is his way, this is Jesus expressing to Peter, that 
Forgiveness is something that we should always be operating in. And since you want to count it, Peter, since you want to say seven times, I'm going to up it up to 77 times. Okay? And this is what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us. There is no limit on our forgiving those who have sinned against us. And in this same chapter, Matthew 18, uh, right after his response to Peter, he, Jesus tells this parable of this unforgiving servant. And in this story, uh, Jesus is saying that the, this is how the kingdom is. The kingdom is like this story I'm about to share with you. And the story is about a servant who owes a large debt. And the king to which he owes this, this money says, since you cannot pay, sell the whole family, the children, everybody, and all that he has. And the servant pleads for mercy, for patience, and says that he's willing to pay, but he would have to pay it over time. And this is what the king does. The king shows mercy to this debtor. This servant who owes him a whole lot of money. And the king forgives him. Doesn't tell him, okay, I'll agree to your terms. You can pay over time. No. He shows mercy and forgives him of the debt. So he doesn't even have to pay it back. He owes nothing. Now, this servant who's just been forgiven turns around and seeks out someone who owes him money, much less money than what he owed to the king. And he turns to this person and he says to him, pay me back what you owe me now. Now, this should be an opportunity for him to forgive, but just that quickly, he has forgotten that he was also one who was in debt and that he owed, but he was forgiven. Now he has an opportunity to provide the same forgiveness to forgive this person of his debt. He ignores the person that owes him who's pleading for his patience and is willing to pay him back. And the servant refuses to forgive him of his debt and has him thrown in prison. Well, word gets back to the king about this unforgiving servant that he just forgave. And the king had him thrown into prison. What you measure out We'll come back to you. This guy was unwilling, despite the mercy that he'd been shown, he was unwilling to express the same mercy that he received to someone else. How often do we see that? Right now. Right now. 
people screaming out against our current president's policy, executive order, forgiving people with student debts, $10,000. And for those with Pell Grants, $20,000. Now, these these are people who are struggling. They, they're making under $100,000. And we know prices, the price of living is not going down. It continuously goes up. So your expenses are even greater. So you're working a job that's not even paying you as much as what you paid to get the the education. And the people who are screaming the loudest are are the ones who have been discovered as having received a handout for their businesses during the COVID pandemic. So they have been forgiven of a debt and been given money. Mercy has been shown to them. And now here's an opportunity to show mercy to someone. And it's it's even a smaller handout because these people were receiving like $100,000 in um, payout. And here we're talking about 10,000, 20,000 max. And they're screaming, unforgiving. The parable of the unforgiving servant. That is what we're seeing played out. Let's move to Luke. I'm going to start in chapter 23 and start reading in verse 34. I was only going to read one verse, but I'd like to read the verses connected to this main verse that I'm going to focus on. So Luke 23, starting in verse 34, and Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide the garments. And that's the soldiers who are casting, who are gambling to figure out who's going to get what of these garments that belong to Jesus. And the people stood by, the people stood by watching. But the rulers, this is the religious rulers, they scoffed, they scoffed at him or scoffed at him. They scoffed at him. That's that King James language they scoffed at him saying he saved others let him save himself if he is the Christ of God his chosen one and the soldiers also began to mock him come coming up and offering him sour wine and saying if you are the king of the Jews save yourself See, they referred to him, the Roman soldiers referred to him as the king of the Jews. There was an an inscription over him that said, this is the king of the Jews. And so they were ridiculing the Jewish population, the Israelites that were under their control. And they were using Jesus to say, 
don't even think that you're going to have a king that's going to deliver you. And if you think that this God who's up here on this cross, who apparently can't save himself, is is that your king? Is that your version uh, of a king? Because we have a king. We have a Caesar. And he is like a god. But anyway, my focus is on the fact that Jesus, after being unspeakably tortured in ways that I don't even want to think about at this moment, how cruel man can be, that you can hold hatred of someone so deeply that you allow the spirit of a demon to enter in and direct such monstrous actions. But despite all of that, Jesus looked down and he saw beyond that he saw he saw beyond that. He saw beyond the appearance. And he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He's saying that they don't even realize what they're doing. And I think a lot of times we do things to other people not realizing that Actually, we're saying that we hate ourselves. When we hate other people, it's because we hate ourselves. And so when we're violent to others, we're actually being violent to ourselves. And because we hate ourselves so much, the only way that we could survive that hatred that we have of ourselves is to... Um, reflect it onto others and express it onto others. And that's what we participate in. And I realize in my ways how I am part of the problem. In fact, we all are if we clearly look at how we think. And how sometimes we treat other people. And how sometimes we judge other people. That we are contributors to the things that we see. But to rise above it, it is through forgiveness. You may not be doing monstrous things. But you're doing things that's not love. Things that could cause division. Things that can anger others or mislead people. You're being deceptive or you're lying. Or you're pretending. Or you're just not even being real. You're not even being who you are. You're not even owning up to the things that you do and say. So at this time, with all of the feelings that I have, I'm going to start the process of forgiveness. And I started with my country. I forgive my country. I forgive these government leaders 
who allowed the separation of children, immigrant children, from their parents and put them in cages. When that first occurred, I was so heartbroken and angered by it. I can't even imagine what the children, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when adults participate in hatred and divisive things and violence, it's usually our children, the, those vulnerable ones, the children, and, and oftentimes women as well, who suffer as a result of the actions of adults. Not once was there a thought about the impact that this would have on those children's lives. And some of them were like infants, young children, hadn't even begun to speak yet. Or those who wouldn't even be able to tell you their parents' full names or how to contact any other relatives. That's the beginning. That That's the kind of thing. And I'm sure that other people, not just me, have been overwhelmed with this, this feeling of anger and being heartbroken by the actions of government leaders in this matter. So today, I say, I forgive you. I forgive you because you really don't know what you're doing. You don't really have a clue. You think you're accomplishing one thing, but it's not what you think. I forgive you. And I thank the Lord for an opportunity to forgive you. Now, this is just, I'm going to stop right there because I've got a list of things to go through. And I probably won't be able to get through them all, but I'm going to try and get through the major ones that impacted my life. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there listening to me that will be able to identify with it. But we need to move into a place of forgiveness before we even move into action so that we are coming from a place of purity and from a place of love as we move into action. So start thinking about the things that you need, the people, the, the systems, the, the leaders, whatever. Just allow the Holy Spirit to just reveal because this is a time to, to let go of those things. Because there's stuff that needs to happen and that needs to be done. And we have been called the peacemakers. We're peacemakers. I'm going to stop right there. I was trying to get myself within the 20-minute mark. But I'm just a little bit over, about 10 minutes over. So I'm going to um, stop right there. Amen. And... Just say a quick little prayer. Father, I just want to thank you for your spirit. 
living on the inside of us, that you stay close to us. And, and I thank you for that. I thank you that we can continue to live in the awareness of just your closeness and, 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 and your love, that unconditional love that you have for us. I thank you that you have created us to be in your image and you are love. Therefore, we are love. I thank you that we are no longer deceived into believing that we're not loved and that we are love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So here we are, uh, Friday night joy to tomorrow night, and that is the first Friday of the month. So that's Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you uh, join him tomorrow. And thank you for listening to this podcast. May the Lord continue to bless you and to mature you and to just show you the, the wonder of this life that he has for you. God bless. Bye. listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.